0: Go to TinkeredThinking.com bookstore. Episode 889, Lucilius' Parable, Late to the Party. Once the logs were alight, Lasilius picked up the cast-iron teapot and held it to the bamboo spigot to fill it with water from the river. The pot clanked down on the warm stovetop, and Lasilius opened his container of coffee, but just two stray dark beans remained in the bottom. He closed it and tucked it under his arm and opened the cabin door. The air of the woods was fresh and thick with the chilled mist. Lucille smiled as he tracked the short path to his underground storage, but as he pulled open the heavy wooden door, he noticed a new hole dug some short distance away. Sacks of rice and wheat were torn open, but much of it he'd still be able to use. The stores of canned goods were untouched, of course, though Lucilius almost never ate from those choices, seeing them all as chemical souvenirs from a time before he left for the woods, when he was still immersed in that world of people and cheap gadgetry. It was a continual pleasure to sustain himself so royally on the fruits of the natural world, but still he returned to his cabin and took the kettle from the stove and nearly threw it to his side. With a frustrated sigh his stores of coffee were destroyed whatever animal had nested in the beans for some time and Lucilius knew himself a fool when he pinched his nose to sift through the mess with a stick as though he might somehow convince himself that they might be washed and saved but even for someone as resourceful as he there was just no saving the mess He entertained the idea that he might somehow learn to live without coffee for a mere couple of hours before he started planning his trek back to the wretched world of his fellow man. It simply wasn't worth it, he knew, to live so beautifully apart from such a corrupted civilization, but to do so without the exquisite pleasure of morning coffee. It was a week's trek back to the nearest metropolis, that city Lucilius had spent those final disgusted years prepping and learning and itching to get away from the terrible mindless trajectory of his fellow man. He tried not to speculate, to wonder how bad it had gotten, and instead focused on the contentment of the trip, taking him far beyond any of his seasonal circuits while hunting and foraging and during those final days when he knew traces would begin to appear he braced himself while growing ever more curious at the lack of sound. He expected to hear the sirens, the searing hiss and rush of traffic and aircraft, that incessant and unsettling drone of a hell-bent people, but the subtle sounds of the natural world continued without being drowned out as he neared closer and closer to the place he once knew. As he noticed the strange and continued silence, and wondered if perhaps that awful human experience had found its end, he noticed a strange luminescence woven into the bark of a tree. He stopped to inspect it, seeing that it seemed to be a natural part of the tree, as though it had evolved a natural bioluminescence. The day was coming to an end, the sun deepening, and with the encroaching darkness, the same light was beginning to glow all around him forest was alive with light now. Lucilius continued to walk on and began to notice a certain symmetry among the trees, as if the forest was falling into a pattern of organization. Then, between the gaps and trees, his eyes took in a strange sight. Sitting on a beautifully crafted bench was an android, its legs crossed, one foot bouncing casually to a pleasant and invisible rhythm, reading a book next to several huge sacks of coffee beans. Lucilius stood struck with the strangeness of the sight, and as if finally sensing his presence, the android looked up to see Lasilius. Oh, there you are. What? Lasilius asked. I've been waiting for you, the android said, and then motioning to the sacks of coffee, I have some coffee for you. Lasilius merely stared, and the expression on the android grew a bit awkward and self-conscious, I can uh, help you carry it back if you'd like. But Lasilius stared, and then it was as though the robot finally clued in. Oh, you haven't been back in a while, have you? Lasilius just shook his head. The robot winced at a memory. Yeah, I forgot to read the whole briefing this morning, and I like to disconnect for as much of the day as I can. Should have checked up on that detail. How do you know I was coming for coffee? Lasilius asked. Oh, well, the trees probably told us, the robot guessed. Honestly, I'm not too sure. I could check if you'd like. There are many pathways the information could have traveled on. Lucilius looked again closely at the trees and the glow softly radiating from between the cracks of bark. Anyway, the robot said, squatting down to heave the sacks of coffee up onto its metal shoulder. I'm looking forward to the trek. haven't really been up this way because of the terranorms. Terranorms? Lucilius asked. Well, the robot said, again a bit awkwardly, you are uh, wanting to be left alone, are you not? That's why you left? Yes, Lucilius answered slowly. Well, that's something that anyone can pick up on from a great distance away when plugged into the bionet. The bionet? Lucilius asked again. The robot quickly looked around and gestured at the trees. Yeah, everything is plugged into everything else now. And when it comes to someone like you, out in the woods, who wants to be left alone, Anyone plugged into the BioNet can sense your wish to be left alone, and everyone respects that wish. Things have changed a lot, Lesileus muttered more to himself. Oh yeah, the robot said. Things are way different since you left. The robot smiled. I did read enough to know when you left. But we respect anyone who wants to be left alone, so there's no way to really let you know what's changed. I guess the assumption is that you just wouldn't care to know. Can't figure otherwise. Unless, of course, the robot chuckled. You run out of coffee. What's the rest of it like now? Oh, the robot exclaimed, eyebrows rising. Well, uh, so I guess I could show you if you'd like. The robot offered, realizing simultaneously that it would mean missing out on the trek back to Lucilla's cabin. Yeah, Lucilla said. I think I might like that. <laughs>